This is the FBCG Live Podcast with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. Today's message is entitled, Financial Management Part 3, Budgeting. It can be difficult to function in this life without a plan for your money. Today, Pastor Jenkins continues his financial management series by discussing budgeting. Wherever you're joining us from, we pray this message encourages and empowers you in your daily walk with God. This is today part three, and our cornerstone verse is from Ecclesiastes 10:19, that says, a feast is made for laughter and wine makes merry, but money answers everything. Somebody say, money answers everything. I want to tell you, uh, as we dive deeper into this, I started the last two weeks, this is part three. If you missed those two weeks, I want to urge you and encourage you to get the DVD or the CD because the foundation of what we believe and what we're going to practice was covered and why we can do the things we're going to be talking about. Isaiah clearly teaches us that God says, my ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. And what gets us in trouble is when we function the opposite of the way God functions. And what I try to tell people all the time, if you want to figure out how God wants to do something, figure out how you would do it, then go 180 degrees in the opposite direction, and that's probably the way God wants it done. And that is no different when it comes to finances. So as we're going through this series on finances, I can tell you right off the bat that we're going to be giving you some concepts and principles that that are going to be contrary to the way many of you practice and function. But I'm here to tell you that if you want God's favor, you got to do it God's way. Amen. Amen. So uh, I wish I had more time to kind of lay the foundation, but I got to get right into this one point that I have today. I had three, but I only got through one at the first service, and I know I ain't going to get through but this one today. And it's the first point, and it's about budgeting. Somebody say budget. You got to have a budget. That's my first point, budget. Look at your neighbor, say you got to have a budget. Look at him on the other side, say why don't you have a budget? The statistics, the, st- the, st- the numbers say that 60% of Americans don't function on a budget. That means if you look up and down your row, if it's 10 of y'all on a row, six of y'all don't have a budget. Go ahead and point out the six people on your row <laughs> who are trying to function and make it without a budget. You got to have a budget. And that's what the scriptures teaches. I'm going to give you three verses here today and we're going to talk about them and let's start with the first verse. The first sub-point under this is that you got to count and consider the cost. Count and consider the cost. Evaluate what it's going to cost you to do what it is you want to do. What is problematic in my mindset is so many families are just winging it. And they don't have an overall scope of what they want to see accomplished in their family or in their marriage. They don't have a a, a direction. They don't have a sense of what they want to achieve. And therefore, they're they're just winging it. And you cannot win trying to function life in that way. 
Uh, a lot of marriages, the husband pays certain bills, the wife pays certain bills. By the way, you'll never get ahead with a divided household like that. Y'all notice how the claps are getting less and less. Y'all, y'all, eight o'clock crowd did the same thing. When I first started talking, I talked to them about if you if you do this, God's gonna bless your favorite. They were clapping and excited. And then when I say, but here's what you got to do. cannot get ahead without an overall budget. Our church has been able to accomplish everything, the many things that we've accomplished because we function on a budget. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you got to have a budget. We function on a budget and a lot of the ministers and people in the church don't like it because our budget sets limits and parameters around what we're going to spend money on, how we're going to spend money. And you know, there's always some smart joker I almost said it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> Some smart, alecky person who said, with all this money the church is taking there, we ought to be able to do this and that and this and that. And the reality of the fact is we function on a budget. Say that. We function on a budget. We establish parameters. We establish guidelines, limits. I, I, um, I tell um, the, 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 the budget team, when y'all put together a budget together, when the budget's put together, we have a maximum amount of money we're going to spend. And we're going to keep a buffer. We're going to keep a 10% buffer between what our anticipated conservative estimate of what our income's going to be. And notice I say it's an estimate because you never know what Negroes are going to do. <laughs> look at your neighbor say, he's talking about you. Go ahead, look at your neighbor, talking about you. What we conservatively think we're going to take in, we keep a 10% buffer. And I never will let them go past that. One time, our chief financial officer, Deacon William Gentry, he was at the 8 o'clock service. I should have had him stay for all three services so I could make him stand and let y'all see him. Uh, had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to bring to me a budget that infringed on that 10% buffer. I've been to pastor this church for 30 years. Never a single year have I ever let them infringe on that buffer. But they bought me a budget that spent over 90% of the money anticipated on it. Why would they think that after all these years that somehow, maybe they thought I was going to be asleep, distracted, not paying attention. And the problem is, I know God blesses and honors us because I consider the cost. And I function, our church functions on the budget. And I personally, our family, my, my family functions on the budget. And some of you are trying to function, you don't have a budget. Here's what Luke chapter 14, verse 28 through 30. Did they get that to y'all already? Luke 14, I said count and consider the cost. Did I tell y'all that already? Some of y'all saying yes, some of y'all saying no. Did I? I did say that. Did they put it up on the screen? Okay, good. Luke 14, here's what it says. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. 
And some of you have started out making commitments, getting in debt, buying things, moving in the houses, buying cars, spending money, and you didn't consider the cost. Now you, want, now you want to come to the church and ask us to bail you out. We ain't bailing you out. Zoom in, zoom in real quick. Zoom in, zoom in. No. We didn't put you in that mess. Let me tell you something. We have a church. At this church, we make available to the members of this church and outside members of this church resources to help save you from getting yourself in such jam, a jam drama. We have financial freedom class to help you consider the cost. We got financial freedom one, financial freedom two. We got a ministry headed by Michelle Singletary. Where's she at? Where you at, Michelle? There she is. Stand up, Michelle. I love her. Her and her husband, her and Kevin. Stand up, both of y'all, right now. Y'all are special people. I'm so proud of y'all. Let me tell you about this couple right here. They lead a ministry we got called Prosperity Partners. It meets on the second Saturdays, 10 a.m., first Saturday. Oh, first Saturday, 10 a.m., if, if that's the same time as the Women's Fellowship. Oh, noon. Yeah, moved it to noon. So first Saturdays, noon at the ministry center. And here's what they do. They teach you how to put the budget together. They teach you how. Now let me tell you about Michelle. I love her because she is extreme. If you look up the word tightwad in the dictionary... <laughs> Her picture is right in next to the definition, and she got her head tilted to the side, smiling, because she's tight. And she teaches people that you ain't got to have everything that you think you have to have. And here's what I told her. I told Michelle, I love what she does, and, and I've had her even teach on Tuesday nights during our Bible study when we've been teaching this. She's so tight. She's, 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 a, she's, she's extreme. She's way over here. She's, she's counting the sheets of the toilet paper when she goes into the bathroom. She's not buying no drawers, no new drawers, even if it's full of holes, because she says, ain't nobody going to see those drawers. My mother used to say, Boy, you might get sick and have to go to the hospital and they're going to see you. If I'm that bad, I don't care if they see my drawers with holes in it. Right? Y'all with me on this? So I appreciate her. That she, and, and here's why I value what she says. She's pushing you on all the stuff that you think you got to have that you don't really have to have. She's pressing people and she does it in an extreme manner. And I salute her for it. You know why? Because most of the spending done by people in this country is to the other extreme. We're way over here buying stuff we don't need, ain't got to have, buying clothes we only wore one time that we don't fit no more. We are, we got so, we are so extreme. And she way extreme over here, and because she way over here, and you way over here, her extremes, if you just take some of it, it will at least bring you back to a center. Amen. 
and some of you have put yourself in a, in a dramatic situation because you didn't consider and you didn't weigh out the cost. And we are saying to you today, do a budget. If you need help with a budget, we got plenty of ministry and books. We got books in the bookstore, like Burkett books, Bishop Oma, Kenneth Oma got books, Michelle got several books in there. Some of our ministries are going through her 21-day financial fast right now. Financial fast, some of y'all don't even know what that is. <laughs> and you'll never get ahead if that's how you live your life. Amen. Here's number two. I got eight minutes to get through these next two points. When you're doing a budget, you got to have a job and some income and a plan. <laughs> what did I say? And a plan. A job or income and a plan. Proverbs 24:27 says this. Prepare your outside work and make it fit for yourself in the field. And afterward, build your house. Y'all missed a great spot to say amen. Prepare your work on the outside. Get your, get your job first. Figure out what that job is going to look like. Figure out what your income's going to be. Then build a house. Don't, don't go and move into the place you ain't got no job. I, you know, for a long time I would say to myself, I don't need to tell people that that's common sense. But how many of y'all know that a lot of people make decisions that are not common sense? I mean, tell the truth. Some of y'all made some decisions that wasn't common sense. Isn't it? <laughs> Common sense is you live on less than your income. But that's, that's not what a lot of people do. They spend themselves beyond that. Uh, it's common sense. In our, in our church, if you want to get married, we will not perform the marriage if the brother ain't got no job. And I want to know why are the sisters even attracted to guys that ain't got no job and can't keep no job? Now y'all been married for five years. He's here at home. You going out working two or three jobs. Then after five years, you get mad at him because he ain't getting no job. He ain't had no job when y'all got married. back at me. Am I telling the truth or not? Oh, I feel tension in the room. I feel tension because I hear, I feel somebody say, what if he can't get no job? Let me tell you something. Let me be clear with y'all right now. If you can't get, if nobody will hire you, make your own job. We got we got a guy in our church. I don't even know if Vernon is here. Is he, Vernon, is he here? I don't know if he's here. Er, Vernon built a business out of washing people's cars. Yeah. 
He goes around, sets up a tent, got him a truck, got all the supplies. He can come and wash your car wherever you are, and he does a great job, and he charged good money to wash those cars. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, if First Baptist Church of Glen Arden loses its mind and decides that they don't want John Jenkins to be their pastor no more, I'm going to use the gifts that God has given to me I'm going to tell y'all right now, write this down. If they decide they don't want me to be the pastor no more, they decide today they don't want me to be the pastor, next Sunday I will be having services at the Second Baptist Church right across the street <laughs> at the elementary school. Come on now. I'm telling y'all now, service is going to be at 8, 10, and 12 across the street in the elementary school if the school won't let me be there, I'm going to set up a tent. I'll be outside. Y'all see me over there. Y'all come on and see me at my new church. You got gifts. You got passions. You got calls. You got talents. You got stuff God has put in you. And if nobody want to hire you, make your own business. In the words of Johnny Q, John Q, do something. <laughs> Y'all remember that movie? His wife said, do something. That's what I'm telling you, to do something. So have a plan. Now, now some of y'all are living above your, your income. You're living in houses you shouldn't be living in. Let me, t let, me, let me break this down for you. This is a general idea of what the percentages should be of how you spend your money when you make a plan. 50% goes to essential things. 50% to essential things. Required things that you don't have a choice. 30% to non-essential things. 50, 30, 20 is what this is called. 50, 30, 20. And the 20 goes to savings and debt. 50% to essentials, 30 to non-essentials, 20 to savings and debt repayment. If you're paying 70, 75% for a place to live, you're living in a place you cannot afford. Matter of fact, some of y'all probably need to move out of the houses you're in and, get, and move into an apartment. And efficiency. Some of y'all need to rent a room from somebody. Hello, are y'all, ain't nothing wrong with that. That ain't bad. That's what you got. That's what you can afford to do. Rent a room. It ain't forever. It's just to help get you in the right place and the right position. Don't be too proud. That's the problem. People are too proud. They, they want to make a name for themselves. Y'all go into debt. You don't consider the price or the cost, and you put yourself in jacked up situations. When I first got married, we moved into a house and we got into debt, $34,000 worth of debt. I think you've heard me talk about that before. And I learned about financial freedom. And when God gave me the money to get out of debt, I got out of debt. But I made, the, we early on, uh, a lot of people make the mistake of buying furniture to impress people. So when you invite them to your place, they will be impressed with you. And you, you, they don't know what's killing you. It's about to take you out.
to invite people to your house who don't want to be at your house anyway. Go on, Pastor. Let me encourage myself. Y'all ain't encouraging nobody. What am I trying to tell you to do? You got to be smart. You got to think. And some of you are living above your means. If you can't afford where you are, rent a room. If you, if you, can't, you still don't have enough money, get you another job. Here's my last sub point. Prepare plans, proper plans lead to profit and haste leads to poverty. Proper plans, if you plan properly, it will lead to you to be profitable. But if you're hasty, it leads to poverty. That's Proverbs 21 and verse 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. Did y'all see that? That's a scripture right there. The plans of the diligent lead to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. What does that mean? Because some of y'all rush to make decisions and you don't give consideration. You don't plan it. You got to have it. And, and, and it, when you think like you got to have it right now and you don't got the money, you think that the credit card that you got came from God. <laughs> the credit card didn't come from God. Next week, I'm going to talk about debt. Bring y'all credit cards that we're going to cut up and put in my big jar that I've been collecting for years. <laughs> Let me thank all 17 people for that rousing thing. I'm going to talk about how debt is killing us. Debt debt. You need to do everything you can do to get out of debt. Especially consumer debt. Credit card debt. So when my wife and I got married early uh, many years ago, she wanted this china cabinet. I don't know why I keep wanting to call it a china closet. Is it a closet or a cabinet? It is a cabinet. See, I don't even know the name of these things. And she had what she wanted, you know, they had to have the glass so you can look at the, so you can go and look at the dishes. <laughs> I am not trying to look at no dishes. I want to eat off some dishes. That's what I want. The glass to look. A light, uh, Pastor Williams, a light. So you can see it at night. That's what she wanted. Glass, a light. Like people gonna be stopping by at night to go and look at your dishes. <laughs> when we went to the store, it cost three thousand dollars. I told her, we ain't got $3,000. And I jokingly said, now these jokers over here, let me tell you what these jokers right here just said. $3,000, that's a good price. <laughs> We're trying to help you. It's not a good price if I ain't got $3,000. That's different. I didn't have the money. Okay, that's different. 
See that this is this is y'all. This is why y'all, why people get in trouble. Yeah, right. That's why they broke. Broke because they say that's a good price. They're gonna go ahead and charge it. But I didn't. I told her we didn't have the money, and I told her you're gonna need to pray about it. I was joking. <laughs> she was serious, and she prayed about it. And a few months later, one of our members who lived in the Fort Washington area sold their house, downsized, and had a, the exact china closet with all the things she wanted and asked us, hold up, y'all gonna really shout on this, did we want to have it? Won't he do it? <laughs> He's a way maker, a miracle worker. And we still have that China cabinet to this day. But the point I'm trying to tell you is most people go there and based to get it on charging it. And I'm saying to you, we serve a God who can make ways out of no ways. Don't be so hasty. Don't be so quick. You see something you feel the Lord wants you to have or you want to have, pray about it. Give God an opportunity to bring it to pass. But the key to this point is developing a budget. I, I know I'm way over time, but the key to this is developing a plan. Develop a budget. If you need help, we got the resources in this church to help you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, oh God, I thank you that your ways and your word speaks to the needs of our lives. And I know there are people in this building right now, Father, who've never operated on a budget, never sat down and worked a plan or made a plan. The people right here in this building right now, Lord, who are not gainfully employed, but yet you've put gifts in them that they have refused or failed to take advantage of. And it is my prayer that you would ignite in your people, your sons and daughters, to see your hand and your favor move in their life because they take your truth and apply it to their life. You've been listening to FBCG Live with Pastor John K. Jenkins, Sr. When it comes to budgeting, Let's remember these three things. One, always count and consider the cost. Two, have a job, income, and a plan. And three, recognize that proper planning leads to profits, but haste leads to poverty. If you've been blessed by this message and would like to help us reach more people through this ministry, please click the link in the podcast description or visit our website, fbcglenarden.org give to donate. 
Thank you for joining us. We hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to tune in next week.